Warning, if you are faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. All right. This is the Nick Vertucci Show. I am Nick Vertucci, and I am here with Phil Helmuth. Phil, my first question to you is this. How did it feel getting your ass kicked on High Stakes Poker Week? Oh How did my that God. feel? Do you, need a, do you need a donut to sit on, a cushion? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, <clears throat> your stream is Hustler. It is, Hustler Casino Live. Thank you. Yeah, and my and the stream that I filmed for was live at the bike, and I will say that um, that I really enjoyed their staff. It was a really good experience, and uh, and uh, yeah, you guys beat us. But you know the numbers are wrong, right? Like we had thirty five hundred on Twitch, we had up to four thousand on. So I mean, we basically had eight thousand, and you guys did better than us. Um, but I do have to say that you know the, I had a good experience over there. Good. But remind me never. Remind me never to piss you and Ryan off because you threw the kitchen sink at us. What did you do? So uh, I, I mentioned this in another podcast uh, because uh, Veronica asked me about it. So I told I told the listeners what happened, and that was uh, Ryan had told me Phil is going to the other place, and he had his reasons. And you know I know there was background with Ryan, and you know you have background with Houston over there and and other people. So you know, and I've said this even on my podcast, like you're a free agent, you you you're in the poker business, you made a business out of it. Um, but I did text you, and I said, you know, what a joke, bro. And you text me, what are you mad at me? And then you said you'd call me back after you took your shower i told everyone you sent me some selfies yeah, it was yeah. nice of you and uh and um and then you explained to me what and we won't go into that but will you explain to me what your business reason was that something that is your business you want to talk about you can if you don't don't right That's up i mean to you. i'm talking to, to bally's about you know potentially being involved i started the bally sports network so to cool. me to me you know um there's a possibility I'd host four different shows on Bally Sports Network. Right. And so, you know, I mean, uh, so there's a potential long-term, you know, yeah. contract with these guys uh, for a couple of years, whereas you guys, you know, you guys didn't really offer me anything. And yeah. so you got it right away and you're like, oh, Phil, I get it. No problem. We shook hands. Yeah. Um, and, we got off uh, the phone. I said, <clears throat> okay, Phil, I, I, I do appreciate what you told me. I've been a businessman my whole life. Yeah. Good luck. Right. Yep, and yep. and then when I got off the phone, I, I literally I sat there for a minute and just thought to myself, my competitive juices started flowing. And I thought, OK. And my very first thing is I picked up my phone, made a call to someone I know at the WPT who we have a relationship. They sponsor us and they have a lot of ambassadors and higher end players. And I called up and I said, I need a favor. And I explained the situation. And that person said to me, I fucking love it in those words and we went to war and then I called little rip that's what I call Ryan and I called little rip up and I said hey little rip I said uh we need to make you know we we need to get on a horse here's what I just did here's the call I just took here's the call I just made and as everybody knows in the poker industry as of right now Ryan is the best in the business when it comes to building a lineup he's relentless it's one of his greatest strengths he did his thing I did my thing we did our thing and we had a pretty good week yeah, you guys did. You, you had one of the best streams in poker history. Yeah. Um, 
you know, um, which, you know, including, you know, some of my friends on that stream and, uh, you guys did a great job and, uh, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I know that, I know that Bally's and live at the bike was also flat and me, I'm flattered. You pulled out all the stops yeah. to try to beat us. And so we, we, we looked at it that way. Wow. That's, that's kind of cool. They it's have business. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. business. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that that's what happened. But I will say, and, and again, and I want, I want. First of all, let me say this too, just before we get into that subject. For those of you that are watching and you do not see Veronica, aka Valerie Brill, here, she is still my co-host. But this was an impromptu thing that we're doing. She is doing some stuff in Cleveland over the weekend and hosting some stuff. So I took this uh, solo. I gotta, I, I gotta say that I really, really, I love her. I really do. Yeah, and, and I, I don't. You know, I, I don't want to like, you know, for me, I'm a happily married guy. I don't ever want to. I, sometimes I can't give as much praise to. Because of that element. Yeah. Because yeah. someone's because, oh, Phil's creepy. Oh, yeah. He's. I've never been accused of that. Not even close. No, that's one thing I know but about you. I went so far the other direction that she wasn't even sure I liked her. Well, what's funny about I think that Veronica's is terrific. when when we did our she's show, she's fun. She's doing a great job. I smile when I see her. Yeah, when we you know. did our show, Poker Beefs, and I talk about this situation, and I said, yeah, and I talked about having a text and a call with you. She goes, oh, you text Phil Helmuth, and you call in this and that. She goes, he does. She he doesn't even follow me on social media. And I trolled her, and I said, well, why would he? You know, joking. Because, and she goes, oh yeah, sure, I'm a nobody. I said, well, I didn't want to say it, but no, joking. So yes, she'll terrific. be very happy yeah. to hear that you feel that yeah. way because. Uh, and I'm sure she great wanted personality, to be here. She's great. Yep. She's great. She's yep, perfect yep, for yep. this show. She's the perfect co-host, and and I'm happy to have her. Um, and I love the way she teases you. Oh, she gives me. She just gives me so much <laughs> shit. It's crazy, almost to the point that sometimes I can't get a word in because all she wants to do. Is okay, give me Veronica, shit. we've given you the flowers. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. So, okay. So one thing I just want to say, and I want to get it clear right here before we start. Okay, is this. And, and I, I told you off stream, I'm not an Insta bro. I have, I don't look, I mean, you're, you're a great talent. You're very, probably one of the most popular names in poker. If I didn't like you, I would tell you. I, I really mean that. And you, you do receive a ton of backlash, a ton of hate, but I'm here to say, and it for the only reason is because so far with our interactions over the last year or two, uh, I've seen nothing but um, really good things from you to me. So I like you. This isn't going to be something where I'm going to hit you with anything other than what I feel is the truth. And and then we're going to talk about some of those other elements. And so I just want I, I just want you to know that. But my first question to you, I think is, and I'll just, just catapult off that is, why do you think now we know the whole poker brat thing and we know the blow-ups we understand that you've went on big rants and you've self even said fuck i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have said that or i shouldn't have acted that way you're definitely walking back a lot of behavior over the years but but with that said even when you're not doing that why do you receive so much negative and hate yeah i think the hate is a byproduct for one thing i'm out there telling everybody i'm the best you had Negranu telling everybody that I couldn't play as good as the average grandmother. And then he played me three times heads up. Mm -hmm. And I beat him for 50,000, 100,000, and 200,000. Right. And, uh, you know, and you have all these pros that take away from me. They said you can't, you know, Phil can't beat the high stakes. Phil can't beat the high rollers. I picked up the phone and I called Negranu and I said, I'm up 1.7 million in high rollers. What are you talking about? And he's like, oh yeah, you're right. But did he ever come back publicly and say that? No. And then in the most recent high roller, I finally went out and played in the US Poker Open 
And the only reason why I was planning on playing uh, in a WPT, but it was mm -hmm. no longer WPT. So I said, I'll go play this. I made three final tables in four days. Yeah. And I finished 10th in the main event. Now, if I finish uh, first, second, or third in the main event, I win best all-around player. I had the chip lead. I got tired. I blew it. Mm -hmm. But I'm this close away, just one or two hours of great play away from winning the best all around in the U.S. Poker Open. Sure. Then what are they going to say? So here's then, my... it, then they attacked my cash game play. Okay, so that's my next question. <laughs> so let me ask it. My next question is this. I would say from your stats, an amount of bracelets, final tables, I, 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 I don't... Maybe I and, and listen, Phil. I don't follow the whole tournament circuit. So if I'm misspeaking mis out there, someone who's watching and all these guys who other have podcasts and they have a mic and they want to say this ain't for me. I, I think your record speaks for itself when it comes well, to Negrano, tournaments. You, Negrano, you, you well, finally hold on. hold on. No, he finally he said I'm the that. greatest all-time tournament player at okay. the World Series. I believe that you are one, if not the greatest, because of your results, uh, greatest uh, tournament player out there. I do. I believe that. But here's my question to you. My question to you is, you don't believe or do you believe that you're the greatest cash game player? Because I don't think you believe that. Oh, I, th I think I'm... F Listen, let me tell you something. When it comes to the mixed games, I won 30 sessions in a row. Let but me Phil, finish. I'm not... Okay. What do you mean? You, are you asking about cash games or what are you asking about? Go yeah. ahead, change the question. Slice it up like fucking Negreanu does. No, I, how could I slice it okay. up? I haven't it's even said anything. So, so don't, you don't have to be defensive. I'm going to be fair with you. Right. I'm saying cash game. You think you are? Go. Yes. And when it came to when it came to the mix games, I played in the two four four eight three six whatever it was games. Mm -hmm. Mike Matisau can verify this. I won thirty times in a row. Okay. They couldn't beat me in the cash games. In those cash games, when it came to filming, uh, when it came to filming, I won. You can look it up. It's very simple. Go back and look before two th before the two thousand nineteen high stakes poker where I only won a little bit for the week. I can't believe it is funny. Well, hold on, I'm, let's I'm, go back. No, I'm just laughing at the part of you thinking I, won, I was going to change my question. I don't know why I find that funny. I won. Yeah, well, I have to. That's also kind of fun, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. Right. They slice up. Oh, right. what about this? So no. when it comes to the mix games, mm -hmm. now I didn't play in the two thousand four thousand game. They can say, all right, whatever. But I crushed everybody. All these great players. Yeah. In the tournaments. Okay. In the last year, I'm the only one with fourteen top nines in the most meaningful tournaments on the planet. Okay. Hold on. I'm not I'm saying it comes okay. Since 2012, in right. televised cash games, I won 24 out of 25 televised cash games. Okay. And I got to hear fucking people come and say, oh, Phil can't play the cash games. No, you idiots. I won 24 out of 25 times. And if you don't think so, you can go back on my Twitter and you can see Bicycle Club live stream. Right. Uh, you can go back and look at, you know, all of the... Uh, all of the television shows that I recorded where we had cash games at the Poker Go Studios. You can, it's 24 out of 25 wins, all right? And then high stakes poker, I only won a little bit. So now, now they're like, so now people are like, oh, well, I mean, it's very tough to beat me when I'm a short, and I, and I keep short stacking and it's very tough to well, beat We're going to get to that, but I get it. So, so it kind of pisses me off, right? Sure. Oh, Phil doesn't, Phil can't win in the cash games. All I've done is win. I haven't had a lose, I don't think, that I've had a losing month in the last 15 years. Okay, so here, I- Excuse I, me, uh, since 2011. I don't think fair. I've had a losing All right. month. It's fair, and I want you to understand, the reason I am smirking and laughing is not because I'm laughing at you, it's because you fucking entertain me because of how you <laughs> communicate. Um, well, it's so hard, I keep repeating the same shit. And well, like, here's the thing, so my question to you is, and no. again, I'm not here, 
just so you understand, no, I'm no, not no, going to. Deb- I'm not. You've already, no, listen, you've already said that. Go. I'm not going to debate you. No, come no. What on, I'm saying on. is, I'm not going to debate it. Yeah, what bring I'm the here, question. I'm so ready. my so my question is to you is then why do you think the question is then why do you think that so many prominent people out there now we know there's trolls and people who are going to come onto the internet and say all sorts of shit. They do it to everyone. They do it to me. But why are the people like Negranu, uh, uh, Polk, especially uh, Matt Berkey, hammers the shit? out of you on a constant on a regular basis you can address that in a second my question is is not are you or do you think you are i know you think you are everyone knows you think you are my question is is why do you think they don't think so and why do you think they put so much attention and time to letting you know that you're not um, the, listen, first of all, when it comes to Berkey, I blocked him. I haven't really, I've seen like 10, I watched like one minute of one podcast he's done and like, okay. so I, to me, Berkey doesn't even exist. Okay. Um, and, and I watched him and I watched him plow through money in the cash games and play horribly. And, uh, you know, and so yep. for, for a long time. And now I think, now I think he's gotten, you know, really good. Maybe now he's a great player. Um, but I watched him for a couple of years and for one thing, anybody that watches my te- televised cash games between Oh four and Oh eight, I lost money. It's just true. Oh four and okay. maybe 10, I lost money. And so everybody, so they're still watching those old sessions. And, but they forgot that, wow, Phil got better. Well, what about people like Daniel and Doug and these other people that are so adamant about what they say about you? So I'm still going to ask the same question. If you don't know the answer, just say, I don't know why is the question. Not oh, who. I know why. Yeah. Why? Look, at, look at Michael Jordan. He's the greatest of all time. Look at Tiger Woods. He's the greatest of all time. I'm friends with these guys, right? And look what happened. All of a sudden, Michael Jordan, they're making memes. They're like attacking him. Because anybody that's at the top for 20 years mm-hmm. is eventually. So they you think it's Tiger. jealousy? Oh, of course it's jealousy. Okay. And, you know, I mean, of course it's jealousy. Plus, there's a, an element of delusion, right? So now Doug Polk, now he switches tactics. I mean, first of all, he has a guy that cuts videos in his basement about me. So when I went off saying, I'm going to burn the place down, they forgot to include that I said, I'm going to make a joke. That I'm going to burn the, you know, I'm going to make this joke. Yeah, and, it's going to look I, and bad. this isn't directed towards Doug, but I hate shit like that when people are looking to just make something look a certain Doug way that it's Polk not. Doug Polk could be so much bigger than he is, but he's lost a lot of the trust of the poker community mm. because we know that. I mean, all he has to do is, all he has to do is cut back the lying and the exaggerating twenty percent, and he'd be much bigger than he is. Okay. And I told him that and we communicate yeah. and I'm like, Doug, why don't you just get rid of it? You need to think you need to clickbait. If you're going to just tell the truth every episode, you're going to, your viewership's going to go like this. Yeah. But now we all know about fake news. And unfortunately, Doug Polk is, you know, doing a lot of fake news. Okay. And it's going to hurt him because he's, he doesn't understand. He's turning off some of the truth seekers out there. Sure. Now, Doug Polk recently to try to explain, he knows I've won 24 out of 25 cash games. He knows that I've won like some crazy amount of heads up matches, like 25 out of 29 against the top rows. He already knows all this. So now his latest thing is Phil's the luckiest player of all time. So it's, that's praise to me because he can't explain how I'm winning. And that's the other thing, Nick, the younger generation doesn't understand what I'm doing. Well, let me say this. They don't understand what I'm doing. Let me say this. If I think somebody's weak, (laughs) I don't care what my whole cards are. I'm raising them. I understand. And I'm gonna steal the pot. Yeah, no, I get it. Well, let me say this. This is my this is just my quick take on a couple of those pieces you just said here. First of all, I I think 
And again, who gives two shits what I think? But I do think tournament wise, I don't think anyone could argue with that because I think results speak for itself. I here's let me say this. But what I think is 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 ridiculously foolish about the poker community. And I one thing I hate about it is I've noticed that and maybe it's like this. Maybe it is like this in, in every area, but it's so uh, nasty. And and that's just something that I just I'm really going to try not to be. It seems really nasty for no reason at times. I do think it's a little crazy for anyone, including yourself, to say, I don't care who it is, to say I am the greatest poker player like right now in cash because there's so many arguments to be made for that. But here's what I don't mind. If that's what you think and that helps you be as good as you are and do as well as you do, then fucking who cares? It's like when LeBron came out and said, that shot made me the greatest player of all time. He took a lot of hate for that because Michael Jordan, in my opinion, is the greatest player of all time, but my opinion means nothing. That's just what I think. And there's people that think the opposite. But when he said that, he took away such a powerful piece, which is other people, when they edify you and say that means more. I'm not saying that as a reprimand to you. I'm saying that when he did that, he lost a lot of people and he got a yep. lot of hate for it. Yep. So I think that's part of the problem, although I think it is good to to feel that way about yourself. And if it, no, and no, if it motivates I'm not, you. Let's be clear. I'm not yeah. saying I'm I'm not saying I think I'm one of the best. All, I didn't say the best. Okay. I'm one of the best all around cash players right now, just like I was, because I won 30 in a row. I finally lost once or twice. I lost sure. 10K and quit in, in the mixed games. And so I look at everybody else at the table, all the other great players, I see them making mistakes, right? Yeah. But I'm not saying I don't have the right to say I'm the greatest cash player okay. of all time. I don't have the record to back that up. I understand. But what I am saying is I won 30 in a row and I won 24. Right. And people in a row shouldn't in the say you games. suck. <laughs> right? Mean, uh, is that basically that's so people, far from the truth? But that's what I'm saying. They yeah. shouldn't say you suck or that you're not good. That's what you're saying. You're not saying you're the best, but you're saying your, I have a your record life. proves. I have a different life than everybody else, right? Like I chose to spend time at home. I'm, I'm still crazy about my wife. I'm still in love, and I good. like being home. Yeah. So I have. I'm on 15 advisory boards. You're very lucky. I have money spread out in companies all over the world. Founders of of companies that are worth 200 million call me up, and we talk for an hour. $15 million, whatever. It's 15 different founders that call me up and we have long discussions about, I helped a, I helped a company that's worth a billion dollars. A founder called me and, and, and I'm on his advisory board. And so I've been given stock for all these different companies to, in order to help them. And to me, that's fun. I get to wake up in Palo Alto, right? Mm -hmm. And I get to, and I get to, you know, talk to founders about their companies and I get to pat them on the back yeah. and say, don't let the praise go to your head. And to me, that's like, you know, to me, that's fun and it's exciting. And then I get to go host television shows. I go get to film over here. I, I, to me, I have the most amazing life well, ever. But that I don't have time to, to go to, to Bobby's room. Uh, and I don't have time to go to the Aria and show everybody that, yeah, you know what? I'm so much better than you guys will ev can't even imagine, right? But I can't come out and say I'm the greatest cash game player. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I will tell you this much. I'm very confident that if I go well based on based on the fact that I've won these crazy numbers in a row Phil I will say this and I'm going to take a lot of heat for it too because people <clears throat> want interviewers to hammer you and I'm not going to do that I'm going to be honest with you on shit and I'm, and I'm not going to get rolled over but I'm going to also tell what I really think and what I really think is regardless if you are or aren't or you this or you're that or whatever you have over the course of whatever years it's been uh, since you won the first world series when you were basically a kid uh, you have made a business out of this and you've made millions of dollars 
dollars doing it. And I'll just tell you right th- right now, there are a lot of people that are on the mic. I'm not going to name who we may have mentioned, but have said a lot of negative things. And there's a lot of other people that do that are still being staked and have not made a multi-million dollar business. So again, I'm going to take a lot of heat for that because people want probably want me to be mean to you or be really confrontational. I'm not going to fucking do it. So, so I, regardless of who's the best, who's not the best, not a lot of people have done that. And so for me, I think that's a great accomplishment, regardless if you're a good cash playing player, you're not, or you are, or whatever, that's fucking who cares, whatever. It's so childish. Like everyone's judging everyone. Like, look, uh, stats speak for themselves. I mean, I take a shitload of heat too in different ways for game, whatever, but you know what? The results fucking speak, right? And so everyone has their own style. Everyone has a style, which leads me to my next question. My next question is you took an exuberant amount of heat for doing a high stakes poker week and buying in for fucking five and 10K and having sometimes like 1800 in front of you. So I wanna give you an opportunity. Now, let me say this before you answer. And I know you said you're gonna buy in for 300, 500 the next time. I got it. You could talk about all that. But there's a real plus EV to somebody coming into a really wild, splashy game, not saying they had that, but a big game, and to buy in short, uh, that, that's, a, that's a big advantage. Whether you know, I, I know you know that, but it's a big advantage. And so I get that. But don't you think with the heat you take, and as, if you are good, like you believe you are, and I'm not saying you're not, then why not? Buy, are you afraid to, to play deep? I'm not afraid to play deep. Okay. But I've had such, listen. What's the reason? Because I won 24 out of 25 buying in short. Okay. Do you think I should change? I don't think anything. I'm asking you the question. I'm telling no, you what I'm the- at, No, but, but answer the question. Okay. You got to okay. with, okay. if I won 24 out of 25. I'll answer you. Should I should I conti- should I change? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But let me answer you. With that said, I can. There can be two answers. I understand Great. the theory of if it's working and you're printing, why should you? Okay, I get it. But would you not think that because of the heat you take, not that you should care what other people think, and I want to ask you more questions about that in a minute, and because you are on that week to put on a performance, and you are, let's say, uh, to some people, someone they want to watch, um, don't you think it was a mistake? A mistake. Not financially because it of plus EV and that it's smart to do that or you're winning. A mistake for your brand. Yes. Okay. Fair. Yeah, and that's why I changed. Listen, listen, you got to understand, everything I say sounds cocky, but I've been the number one that's invite true. for every poker show, right. including you guys. You wanted me more than anybody else. Now, maybe you want Keating now more, <laughs> but, but I was the number one invite on every poker show on the planet Earth for 25 years. I right? understand that. Of and course. now for the first time- That's why you're time, able to make that much money in poker outside of poker. And so what I kept waiting, so I kept just buying in short. I kept winning, 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 winning. It seemed like things are going great. And now there's too much, there's too many people that just don't want me to play a short stack anymore. And so I realized, okay, Phil, yes, you've been on this amazing run, you know, um, but, but I'm no longer going to be the number one player unless I step up the buy-in. One, so there's two criticisms. One, I play too tight. And two, I don't buy in enough. Well, I've always been a tight player, but I can certainly buy in enough. So the next time I play in high stakes poker, I was planning on buying $1 million of my own money. Not 500 from somebody else. No, I get it. Not now, I didn't commit to that, but I would But I would definitely put, if I'm on high stakes poker, I'll buy in 500,000 okay. next time. So from now on, I just have to keep more cash lying around and ready to go. I mean, if, if people could see mm-hmm. what I own, You'd see 70, 60 different things, man. I'm in all these funds. I'm in all these companies. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. And my superpower, to my, point. my superpower, 
Doyle had a superpower mm -hmm. of he just kept putting money away and his wife kept buying houses. He'd give it to her, he'd never ask for it back. He'd give it to her, he'd and before Smart. long, Doyle, Doyle had a big you know, real estate empire. And so I've done something very similar. I just put it away, put it away, put it away. I never sell anything. For the first time, I had to sell some stuff in June, right? Mm -hmm. And so you, you look up and you're like, oh my God, I'm worth this How'd much. How'd this happen, yeah. Oh my God. Do you want to tell us what you're worth? No. Okay, I thought I'd take a shot. No, but doesn't I doesn't hurt to I, ask. I mean, you know, I thought that I was worth over a hundred million in April. Mm -hmm. You know, um, unfortunately, it's fallen since then. Okay, um, but that's well. At least you know, we got the neighborhood. That's, that's but that's, we got the neighborhood. It's but that's okay. you're able. That's if you're able to sell everything at value at the I time. I understand what net worth is. Yeah. It's the whole liquidated all assets. I get it. I understand right. what that. It's but, not but your if cash. I had to liquidate it's not everything. your cash or your deposits in the bank. Right. I get that. I understand. Right that. now, it's fallen. I'm a businessman. I understand how. Yeah, now it's fallen. I mean, I just lost like. 11 million just on my three specs, yeah. which are great companies. Yeah, well, it sounds like you'd be all right. So one company, which was worth uh, 1.2 billion, um, is, you know, had to re-rate at like 200 million, right? And yeah. so that, you know, if I have, that's if I have just, two points to that company, that's a big hit, That's right? just the ride of wealth. It goes up and down if you're playing at a bigger, at a bigger so level. So the superpower was put money away, put, Speaking squirrel superpower, it away, squirrel it away, squirrel it away, and never sell. What the fuck is white magic? <laughs> White magic was um, was a concept that I had to invent because players didn't understand what I'm doing, and they still don't. The youth still doesn't. I'm like, it's crazy to me. All these great players don't understand. Is it. white magic basically fuck you? I'm winning and I'm printing. No, and like I'm. You want I'm, the story? Yeah. Okay. The story was, I was, um, I was, I played a call it 2010. Yeah. 11. Call Whatever. It. Nine, I don't remember when I started this white magic stuff, but right. I loved it. So, and, uh, and so what happened was I had, um, an ace and a jack and we're going into the dinner break and the guy from the small blind moves in and it was like, I don't know, 17 big blinds. And so everybody on the planet snap calls blind over blind. They all snap call. Mm-hmm. And you run it out and let's see what happens. Hey, I'm gonna come back from the dinner break with some blinds. Yeah. But not me. I thought, wow, can I get a read? So I started talking to the guy, talking yeah. to the guy, talking to the guy. And I said, man, I can't beat ace queen, right? Because there's rules you can't say you have exactly ace jack, but you can still say I can't beat ace queen. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty easy to tell I have ace jack. Yeah. So basically in the old days, I'd say I have ace jack. I could look at them and I could tell whether they're afraid. I didn't know you can't do happy. that. Yeah, they changed those rules. Um, you know, I mean, I felt like it was the anti-fill rule in a lot of ways because it really. I think you changed it, a lot of rules. Yeah, that one really hurt though. Mm -hmm. And so, but I can still say, I can still say I can't beat ace queen. That means I have ace jack. And I could tell the guy suddenly, I thought he was happy. Yeah. His demeanor, he relaxed is what you're saying. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah, yeah. And it, this one took, you know, because we're at the, you know, the dinner break, um, I felt comfortable taking five or six minutes um, for this. The whole room left. I mean, literally, it was just he and I. And I just thought, wow. And so finally, I just said, fuck, I think he has it. And I folded. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I described the hand to one of the bright, young superstars, really smart guy. Right. And he said, what do you mean? You can't fold. And I said, well, I thought I had a, a read on him. He said, what do you mean? You can't fold. I said, well, I thought he was super strong. What do you mean? You can't fold. This, the math says, da, da, da. And I thought, are you, is there really a whole generation that's just playing poker by math? Right. The and charts. if so, how ridiculous do I look to them? And how frustrating are they that I just keep winning and winning and winning and deep runs and deep runs? And they don't even understand how. They watch me on video. They don't understand how. 
There's a whole generation that thinks poker's all math. No, Unbelievable. I get it. And I'm like, this is so yummy. And if this is the case, I'll just keep printing money until my 80s. Yeah. If they can't understand that if you want to be the greatest poker player in the world, you better be able to read somebody. Wow. What a life I have, man. And it's been that way. It's crazy. And so now they invent a new theory, GTO, and a new theory. And then, you know, and I've got Negreanu screaming that GTO is the best thing since Are you and Daniel bread. friends? Yes. Like legitimately friends because yes. you can't tell. He literally oh, no. comes at you so hard that it doesn't seem like he likes you. Here's the Negreanu and Phil relationship. <laughs> Daniel, one of the greatest. Daniel, one of the greatest. Daniel, one of the greatest. I've said it. 10,000 times. Right. Not one word of negativity. Him to me, Phil, you suck. Phil, you suck. Phil, you suck. But he's never attacked my integrity. He's never attacked my honor. He's never attacked my family. Does he want the top man. spot from people that I are looking I used to in? think that Daniel just wanted to chop me down at the knees to stand on my shoulders. That was my theory starting in 2009. Well, what's the maybe. truth? To I really your... don't know. I, I do think that Daniel's, you know, listen, people say I'm delusional. I keep repeating facts that are facts. I won this many times in a row. And so, you know, Daniel, I've told him many times. Uh, Daniel, But your friends, you can pick up the phone, call him, you guys talk, you're he'll good. He'll pick up, we'll laugh, we'll uh, joke. So publicly, he puts on a different uh, act towards you than what it is personally? No, he legitimately thinks I'm not good at poker. No, he really does think that. Yeah. If you, if you, I, I tried to explain to him. I'm like, Daniel, I just had, since the World Series, in the last nine months, I've had 14 top nines. In World Series and U.S. Poker. And how many times did you beat him heads up? Not that that's enough to say who's better, but you did beat him heads up. Yeah, yeah. beat him three times heads yeah. up. But the 14 top nines, right now, that's the best of anybody. Unfortunately, three second places in there mm -hmm. since I won a bracelet. And so it's really incredible what I've been able to do in the last year. And so I'm kind of, you know, no one understands it. And so, like, they don't, they watch me and they don't understand what I'm doing. Nick, this, you understand how good that are is you good for me. With, are you, when I grew up, mm -hmm. if I saw someone who was great at poker, I would try to copy what they're doing. Yeah. Duplication Not is a secret that, to success. Think about this, Nick. Think about this. All the players travel in a pack together. Are you a pitcher? Think about it. Do you pitch? Why do you have one sleeve on? Are you keeping your, like, right hand warm? So, to I'm be, just curious. Is it cold in here? Not to me. But is it cold for all your guests? It's cold in here right now, yes. Yes. And so I started with the with the jacket off. I was curious. Off. I didn't know. I started you, with the jacket off. I didn't off. know if you are being called in on the night. It's random. That's all. Okay, let's go. It's random. All right. Um, it, but to come back to what I'm saying, I do think that, you know, uh, it's frustrating for a lot of players mm -hmm. watching me. But if I saw a great player, I would try to copy what they do. Yeah. And and so think about, think about how easy poker is for me. Okay. Easy for someone who studied the game for 40 years, 30 years, easy for, well, been studying the game for, you know, wow, yeah, 40 years. So easy for someone who has my discipline, patience, and control, easy for someone that has my reading ability, and easy when I'm not cocky. So if all those things are in place, then I can call poker easy. The minute I say poker's easy, I go straight down. So yeah. easy based on this, sure. right? But now think about this. Well, now Wesley says poker's easy. Do you know well, that? you want me to finish this? Because this is a good one okay, for you. Okay, sorry. Use this I won't clip. interrupt you. Again. I think you use this clip. All right. Think about this. They all thought GTO was right. So they're traveling mm -hmm. around in this pack way over here, right? And then every time someone is like a few feet off the pack, like an inch off the pack, yeah. they shoot them and drive them into the pack. Oh, you did this wrong because GTO is right. Boom, you did this wrong because GTO is right. right. And so now they're all driven into this tight pack. They all play exactly like this. Yeah. And I happen to think GTO is super flawed. But I will never say why, because if I say why, then they'll change. 
But you but think you, the whole poker community is going to change if you say why? Uh, no, the really smart guys will say, whoa, those are good points. They'll think it out. Oh, yeah. Like Daniel told me GTO is the greatest thing ever. And then, of course, he left GTO. But for a while there, and Daniel will probably say, I didn't say that. You did say that, Daniel. And that was, but then Daniel realized it was flawed as well, and he moved away from it. Okay. And so, you know, and so you have all these teachers teaching the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So I get to look exactly what they're doing and just figure out how to adjust. Okay. I got it. I got it. And we're going to use all these clips because we're just going to run this thing. And so my other question to you is, are you good with Eric Pearson? How do you say his name? Pearson, I think he's great for poker. Okay. Are yeah. you guys good or are you just amicable? Like, why did he do that to you in the in your opinion? Maybe you talked after, maybe you didn't. I have no idea. Why did that happen? Was he trying to make a name for himself? Did he really dislike you? Did you do something to make him pissed off? When you played at the bike, are you good? Like, just the quickly. Like, I have the answer for you. Great. <clears throat> there is a whole community that thinks, wow, Phil sucks at the cash games. Yeah. Despite... If they, if you start, go ask Mike Mattisau how many times in a row I won. Go look at all the streams, and then go ask my friends how much I've won. All I've just been winning some crazy amount that makes no mathematical sense to mm -hmm. anybody. And when they did something, and you know, when USA Today did a, they looked at the poker players who's won and lost in tournaments. I was way up here. I was a little speck. It made no sense. You could go look it up. USA did this. And then, you know, a lot of the great players were close to the line or just barely above it, right? Yeah. And I was way up here. And so I think what happens is people are like, Phil gets too much credit, and it builds up kind of a, a negative zeitgeist towards me. Phil, he's so cocky. So he came in just negative towards you? Yeah, but okay. he represents Berkey. He represents Doug Polk. He represents all of this. These guys that think I suck at poker, right? Right. And they all and they've been had to, they've been just eating crow for a year as I just keep getting there. Getting imagine if you think I suck at poker and you're going out there telling people I suck and I have the best record of anybody in poker in the last year. Imagine how much that hurts. Imagine how stupid you look. Well, let me finish. I and didn't so, said shit. So then what happens is. All these guys are just getting madder and madder. I just keep winning and winning, and they get madder and madder and madder, mm -hmm. and I just keep winning, and they keep, you know, screaming and yelling that I suck as I just keep winning. Yeah. And everybody looks at how ridiculous they are. Okay. And then so finally somebody, like person who's like, oh, you haven't earned your stripes. You haven't been playing in the cash games. I destroyed all the small limit cash games in the 80s and 90s, so I don't play in those, you know, smaller games, and I don't play regularly in no limit. He's right about that. Okay. But he represents all of this anger that's built up to me. And 10% of the poker community is like this, you know, and they're resonating. Brian Rast just attacked me in a public something or another. And I thought to myself, Rast, if you're going to talk about, you know, uh, if you're going to say, oh, Phil says he's the greatest poker tournament player just because of the World Series. No, I've done things. I've done things on every plane in poker. Look it up. And if you're going to talk like that, if you're going to say I'm not the greatest poker tournament player of all time, then name someone else who is. All right. That's what I would say to you, Rast. So, so you know, so even Rast is a Rast who's a reasonable, smart guy. And so they're all so all this zeitgeist builds up and then comes out with Eric Person going like this to me in a heads up match. Yeah. And my ego is too big to be able to flip that to my advantage. No, he got I to you. I missed it. He got to you. I missed it. Did he not yeah. get to you? Yeah. Of course he got yeah. to you. And did you I guys... don't think it affected my play very much because I got rid of it verbally. But him doing that to me in front of the whole poker world. Uh, so there's 10% of the people Were that you embarrassed? celebrating and cheering. Were you embarrassed? No. Why okay. would I be embarrassed? How did it get to you? If it didn't change your game and you weren't embarrassed, how did it get to you? 
it got I got super emotional, but it wasn't about being embarrassed. Okay. I was okay. pissed off. You were pissed off. Got it. I got it. I thought I earned the right. Did you guys ever discuss this after since you played with him at the bike or did you ever, are you friends? Are you just acquaintances? Did you ever discuss this or did you guys just not talk about it well, and move on? Let me go back and say that we'll come back to that. But let me just say that I was, I was, I felt like, hey, I'm this great poker player who's spent his whole lifetime accumulating flowers and accolades, right? And, you know, even Negreanu says I'm the greatest poker tournament player all at the series, all right? And so, and a lot, but if he thinks, but listen, the, why does that matter? If he thinks you stuck at cash, why is his opinion valid in, in tournaments? He's wrong in one way, but you're saying right you're in another? You're interrupting me, Nick. So do you want to, why don't, should I just stop that thought and we'll start something new? Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, you want me to finish or not? Yes. I, a matter of fact, if you don't finish, I don't know if I'll survive. Please finish. <laughs> please finish. I'm just saying. No, please finish. So, you know, so you have this, the zeitgeist against me, right? Right. All these haters, 10, 20% of the poker community. But I understand this. This is how I blew it. Mm-hmm. I should have taken all of his bullshit like a man. But yeah. my ego was too high. I get it. Because I'd been winning everything in sight. I won a million and a half in my online game. I won here. I won there. I've been winning, 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 winning. I won, you know, nine out of 10 heads up matches against the world's greatest players. And so and I was too cocky. You know, and so when he came in, I'm like, how dare he attack the all time great? And I got caught in it. And I was so <laughs> mad at myself later. I said, this was a chance for the poker world to give you the zeitgeist mm-hmm. for all their haters to have all the fucking haters. Yeah. All the fake news guys out there. You know, all these guys that don't see reality clearly. This is their moment to celebrate. And I'm sure they all texted person. Great job. Great job. Yeah, great there, job. A lot of people really liked it. Exactly. <clears throat> and so I felt like I deserved that. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Sure. Right? Um, for being a little bit too cocky. And this is where I fucked up. Do you I think, should have handled can it Can I ask smoothly. you a question? Do you think yeah. you're too cocky? At times. What people don't understand is, um, like, um, okay, so I won, what, eight heads-up matches a row against the world's greatest players. Yes. I won a million and a half in my online game. Um, I've been on this massive run for 20 years. And then I finally lost to Dwan. And, uh, and it took me down, you know, some notches, right? I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And then my best friend um, came up to me and said, you've been an asshole for months. This hurt me. I mean, it really, I felt like slapped in the face. Mm-hmm. And then, so all of a sudden, one week, I just fell so quickly. The cycle of the ego. Did you regret being that asshole or being too cocky? Did you regret it after it was pointed out to you? Yeah, of course. Do you try to not do that going forward when you have success? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just curious because everyone, we're we're all human and things happen. And and if you adjust from them, then then I think it's good. As long as you you adjust. adjust, the best you can. Yeah, because you're Um, still who you are. Right. It's hard to fight some of the things you are, right? Whoever mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you this question? And I, 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 I honestly know the answer. I, just, I know the answer, but I want to see if you're going to be really candid about this. Does it hurt you? Does it hurt your feelings that people want to see someone like Alan Keating now, like 20 to 1 to you in a high stakes game because of some of the stuff we talked about? I'm not saying you, you don't have the status you do. You've heard me say all the things about you. Does it hurt you that that's happening well first of all yeah no, no, well let me just say this when it comes to the american public 
So you guys are doing streaming and you have your audience, right? It's a niche audience. How many people, uh, other than the Mr. Beast, how many regular people do you have on your stream? Are you, you talking about viewers? Yeah, I'm talking about Hustler. Yeah, the viewers, the viewership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we have anywhere from 6,000 to 15,000 a show. And right. we run five days it's a amazing. week. It's amazing. And, uh, and, um, and so the American public and the worldwide public that doesn't follow poker all the time, if they're looking across television shows and they see me, it usually they'll stop. But we're not talking about that. I'm talking about our industry. Of course. But you didn't say that. You okay, said. Okay, well, I apologize. Let me re-ask the question. Yeah. In our industry with the thousands of people or millions of people, that it's a niche community, but in that niche community who watch streams, who do podcasts, who are professional players, rec players, people who understand get poker that know who Phil Helmuth, who Phil Helmuth is at that level, not the American people who watch a little bit of ESPN at the WSOP and they see you. Does it upset you? Does it get to you that and again, this isn't like this shock interview. Does it does it hurt you? And I'm just going to be honest that maybe you're losing a little bit of that status. Doesn't mean you're not a multimillionaire that you've made more money in business because you've leveraged poker. You're a smart you businessman. You don't have to put all the qualifiers. No, on I'm, these but I want to because it's my show, and I want to say what I want to say. So yeah, so, but you always you always no, ask I'm, me a hard question <clears throat> and give me all the praise. Well, I, I don't the need reason, the praise. You, know you already what? gave it to me. Yeah, but I do that because that's my style of communication. Because I yeah. want you to understand that I'm not trying to attack you. Yeah, because I, I know that. a lot of people do that. I got that. Okay, so when I ask you the next question that sounds like it's a ooh, got you question, I'm not gonna fucking say nice things about you. Deal? Perfect. Okay, you're fucking too cocky, go. <laughs> go, That's better. answer the question. That's yeah, better. you're a dumb shit, go. Um, did it hurt me? Yeah, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt on the inside. That's what I mean. But logically it didn't hurt because like uh, I'm a Keating fan. I got Keating into into my group of guys, right? the all-in podcast group uh, of my friends, mm -hmm. and he's now a regular in our group. And uh, that's gonna be amazing for him. Maybe he'll make a billion dollars in business because of that. Sure. And so Keating and I have a special relationship. I talked to him for a half an hour today on the phone. Um, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, the war, the, you know, the kind of the war between the bike and the hustler. All I had to do was say, Keating, I, I want you to film, I, I would, I would, as a favor, film with me Thursday, Friday. He would come over to our show, but I didn't use well, any. That would favors. have been boring for him. <laughs> well, then we would have brought maybe some others over. Maybe you guys beat us fair and square. Uh, I, but anyway, I would say that Keating and I. Are, are, you don't have to keep I'm giving me accolades. I've heard it the first time. <laughs> you just well you just make your point, man. Just make your point. Oh, I love <laughs> See that. See what I mean? I Sometimes you kind of want fair to, right? Fair is fair. All fair right. is fair. All right. So I will say that uh, I will say that uh, Keating's amazing, and uh, you know, and and then I will say one other thing about this. Um, you guys did your show, and you had how many viewers? Because it was one of the best ever. Well, it's how many viewers on that stream Friday? You're talking just live viewers, or now views like hundreds of both, thousands both. of views. It's hundreds upon hundreds of thousands, more views than almost anything out there. The Mr. B show s surpassed like all the views of like main event, WSOP, you know, that type of thing. So now this is even surpassing that. Uh, at some well, point we I got to 18, nine, we got 18, 19,000, like at one point the top was like 19,000 views right then. But the, the continued views are astronomical. I mean, it's, yeah. I can get you the analytics cause there's just growing. Right. But but now the, the bike show um, is going to go on um, uh, on the Bally Sports Network. Mm -hmm. And it'll be on, you know, every Fox Sports net in the country, plus 
plus some streams in Europe. Mm -hmm. And by the time, those television views will obviously be millions because they're gonna play it over and over and over again. Right. So, you know, I mean, you guys won and your stream um, was amazing. But there's, there's two categories, right? I'm being asked right now, I got an offer to host television shows, right? A bunch of television shows and, you know, and so it's kind of nice. And then, you know, I, I think it might be fun if Keating and I somehow are, are a package for somebody else, you know, for, for, for a network. We'll see, we'll see what that leads to, but he and I are talking about that. You cool. Know? Yeah, so, um, the, so the answer is, yeah, it, it did. It just bothered you it, emotionally. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but you're he, over it. He deserves it. No, no, he, he deserves it. I can't be I that agree. guy. You can only be so much in life. Yeah, everyone has a style. I can be the guy that buys in a million of my own money. And that's what I'm going to do. But I can't be the guy that, you know, uh, puts in 250000 you know, or puts in $150,000 with, course. you know, or calls well, $150,000 all in with like seven, five yeah, students. Yeah, so Phil, I, I don't, can't be that guy. No, and, I get it. And, and I think it's really fun to watch. Everybody thinks it's Nothing fun to watch. I couldn't be Keaton. that guy either. Everyone knows that. Um, I don't even want the answer to this. So this isn't a question. It's more of a statement. I'm not sure what he's doing. What I mean by that is... I haven't been able to figure out this dude. Um, he's very entertaining, but he's also, I can't figure out if it's calculated, if it's not calculated. I don't know what his big his bigger picture is. I know it's something because he doesn't appear to me to be a stupid man that just wants to come on and rocket fuel out, uh, you know, a million dollars a show. So I know there's something to it. I know that it's for something. I'm waiting for whatever that is. You've mentioned a couple things. Don't know if that's it. Maybe he wants to be on other in other platforms where it's not televised and then he'll win because he'll play. Again, I don't even want to get into it because that's his business and I'm not. But you get it. Like, right. Like it doesn't it not, doesn't make sense. I can tell you two things about Keating. One, he was kind of the most mysterious, the hardest guy for me to figure out of everybody I know. Mm -hmm. on the whole planet yeah i believe that number one number two um he's a great guy and he and i had a lot of fun playing really small stake stuff he'd have his family i'd have my family and friends and then he you know and so we we've had fun together number two i talked him into filming he, yeah. he didn't wait he, he's no phil i don't want to be involved no i don't want to be i said try it i think you're gonna like it i talked him onto rob's game yeah and he sat down and you know, he, he lost that $500,000 pot where Rob hit a four. I remember. And then, and then, you know, one of my favorite moments of that stream is when Keating left and he came back and he had a vacuum packed million dollars. Mm -hmm. Look it up, like wrapped in like a, but it was vacuum packed. Yeah, in the, get it. He had to peel the cellophane or whatever off the money to buy in two stacks of 500,000 each, two stacks of 25K. The visual was so good. Yep. And then he said, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot again. He told me, I don't mm -hmm. want to do this again. Right. And I said, come on with, you know, my best friends, Chamath, yeah. Bill Gurley, Chamath Polyaptia, Bill Gurley, and this group of guys, Jason Kalkanis shot with us, David Sachs. Yes. And come on with this group. And, you know, and he came on. You guys do a podcast together, yeah? They do an all-in podcast. It's you, terrific. Oh, got it. It's like the top 15 in the world right now. Mm. In the world. And, um, you know, Dan, and, you know, David Friedberg. So anyway, we had all these, we had these guys all come and play together and he shot again. And, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, I mean, he kept putting the live thousand on every hand and still somehow beat us. And, um, <laughs> just a fabulous, very talented, fabulous guy. Yeah. And then I think 
you know, when he came on the Mr. Beast stream, he still, I said, listen, you should come to this. It's Mr. Well, he loves Mr. Beast. So he came on the stream, um, came on this stream. And then all of a sudden there was something there. He just got so much attention and praise that, you know, I think that there's something, you know, you have to want the fame. There's something market marketable about it. I get it. You have to want the fame in order to pursue it. He was running away from the fame and now he's ready to embrace it. But also with the fame comes some power. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. There might be some reasons for it now. And he's, so now he's he and I, again, we're talking fact. about, you know, we're talking about either, you know, doing show together sure, or sure. maybe he'll go his own way. Um, um, but, you know, we'll, 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 this is just these discussions are just starting. I totally get it. Now, I know you're and again, I'm not trolling. I know you're about the positivity thing. We were talking or even on on this podcast or out there. And you said that's negative. I don't want to talk about that, but I'm going to ask you a question. It's negative and you don't have to answer if you want, but like in the poker community, who would be the top couple people that you could say, I just don't care for? There's nobody I don't care for, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I spoke a little bit about some of the guys that yeah. attack me, but I text Doug Poke. Doug Poke. Doug Poke attacked me on a show that you were on and a hand I lost. Like he turned, he turned like I had aces and you had ace king. Yeah, when I bluffed you. And Mike you. was whining about, yeah, you bluffed me out. Mike was whining about how I folded a flush. <clears throat> yeah, Polk inappropriately in the middle of a hand while you were Correct. still making a decision, which is one Correct. of the points he brought up. Correct. <clears throat> yeah. But, but Thank God you weren't paying attention. <laughs> but to come on and say, oh, there's something wrong here, right? When I lost the fucking hand, I folded. So it's one, it's one thing if you're, if you come on and you say, hey, Mike should have shut his mouth. It gave Phil a clue. That's what the point but was. But I fucking folded. But no, that wasn't, no. that wasn't the whole show. The whole show, the point of the show was Mike shouldn't have done that because Mike is the mouth. Okay, Nick, and this, so you watched the show and saw one thing. Hold right? on, I was on the fucking hand with you. I understand. Right. And so. You watched the Doug Polk podcast on this yeah yeah okay yeah and now i'm going off of a faint memory i'm just going off of what i remember i'm not saying mm -hmm. i'm correcting you i'm saying the other point that he talked about in there is i think the fact that you and mike were playing with you staked him and then he went south with some of his winnings right at the table because you wanted your pro you wanted your money back and we did that right at the table and that's what he talked about he did he talked about that he talked about the fact that mike said he had spades in the middle of the hand when i'm bluffing you off spade board and there was one other thing, and it might have just been your rant to me saying, you know, that I'm dead money. When you <laughs> accuse somebody basically of cheating, you know, uh, like playing together, you know, um, and the other guy folds. Did he do that? I folded the hand. No, listen. Did he accuse you of cheating? Phil, I don't remember. I'm asking you the question. You yeah, have to cross pretty, your arms. He pretty much. He pretty okay. much. Then he, he shouldn't have done much, that because it was obvious that it, to me that there was a cheating. The, the point was Mike just has a big mouth. You weren't paying attention and you folded no, but the hand. Here's where Doug can be so brilliant if he wanted to be. And I have, understand what you're going to say. He creates fake news. Now, all he has to do is say Mike was inappropriate. Phil was too stupid to pick up. He was inappropriate and folded. But you try to turn it into somebody, 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 hold on. You try to accuse an accusation of someone who's a loud mouth and makes a mistake yeah. and try to say something about yeah. his character and integrity. And when the other guy, me, folded and lost the fucking pot. Couldn't so, agree with you more. Right. And so that's what I'm talking about. And then to come back to the podcast, you're right. I'm glad you brought up the rest of it. I asked Mike when we were done with the stream. Remember? We were done streaming. And I said, okay, Mike, we're starting a new game. Now I want to take my half of the money off of the table. Mm -hmm. That made it out of the broadcast. 
And if it weren't, I've never in my life asked somebody to go south in a fucking game ever mm -hmm. that I can remember in all these years. But this was at the end of the game. And so rather than say, did oh, at the end playing? of the game. We did, we kept, but off stream. But it, okay, now this is where I'm just gonna tell you that it doesn't matter. Right, to you it doesn't matter. No, to so, anyone no, in the no. poker community, when Mike Mattisau's winning and he's up and you staked him, now this is just to be fair, you staked Nick, him. Nick, I said I'm happy to quit and take my <clears throat> half of the profits and just leave. I'm just you telling you. No, I'm, t so this you, is where I think you need to go back and watch what he said. Correct, and maybe I do. And all I'm saying to you is to your point, you can't get frustrated when someone doesn't agree with you. No, I'm frustrated when I bring up somebody cross the line and then someone who doesn't remember the details. I agree details. with you on that. <clears throat> I agree with you. That what I agree with you is this, <clears throat> okay. what, but I, this is my recollection of what happened. Is your elbow, said, is your elbow warm? I said, I said, I am happy to quit right now and leave. I was up, he was up, where I was gonna win 30,000. I was just happy to leave. I get it. I said, but if you want us to keep playing, then you know we're off stream now, it's a new game. I'll continue to take a piece of Mike or whatever, but, but he can take some money off the table. You guys all agreed to that. So you agreed to that, go back and look. So that now, now he's turned it into, oh, he made him take off the money off the table. But this is the difference. All he has to do, all, he, all Doug has to do is tell the truth. But when he fake news is that he's losing people. Okay, so now hear this. I agree with that. I agree if something happens, and I actually got in a little bit of heat with that particular person for this topic, and I don't want to have a mic war with someone like that because he takes it to levels that I don't want to be involved in. I don't want negative in my life. What I'm trying to say to you is I agree with the statement that if Mike did this and you did this and it wasn't intentional and the results didn't matter because you folded and it wasn't a scandal, to make it a scandal is inappropriate because you Correct. are fucking with someone's integrity. Now, Correct. did you hear me say that? Yes. Okay. Now let's, that was one point. The second point I make that you didn't like that I disagreed with you is yes, yes, it very well is true that you, because I don't remember, that you did say, is it okay? And I believe that that probably happened. So I'm saying, okay. I offered to quit. Time I out. I wanted Time to out. leave. Time out. Yeah. I understand. What all I said was that you got defensive on is the fact that in general, you know this, you've been playing poker for 40 years, is that if someone's playing and they're up 30,000, 40,000, they don't take the money and take it off the table. Now, I understand if everyone agrees, you do it. I'm not saying that's whatever, but probably chances are there's some people at the table didn't have a much of a say because it was your game, right? No, it was the Phil Hellmuth game. Go back in time and look. I, I don't think you heard me. What I said is, I'm going to quit right now and yeah. leave unless we start a new game. That's what I said. How do you start a new game when you're in a game? That's just saying, Dude, like, are you kidding? that's the just saying, half the cut, uh, I won this, you lost this, you lost this, now you take your money off. That, I mean, that's not, that's, you, come on, at least say. No, no, I disagree with you 100%. Every how? time I, no, every time I filmed at Poker Go Studio, when we're done, we're done. You have a different experience because you have a live stream. But every time I'm done, 30 times in a row, every time I've shot a TV show on Poker Stars, you Full were, Tilt, you all these shows. You were at Poker Go. You were at the bike, I and understand, we kept Nick. playing. I understand. Okay. I'm not saying it's the thing of the, of the big so, century. So, I'm just I saying. Wish, so what I wish would have happened is you guys, as I was said, I'm quitting. See you guys later. Unless you want to restart the game. And so you're saying that's inappropriate to say that. So I wish I would have just fucking quit. Who cares? Left. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does matter because... Because because if I say, hey, I'm ready to quit unless you want to start a new game, that's not 
even close to what, but there Doug is blowing it up. And now you're, and so, you know, it, no, it's no, just, no. I agreed with you on everything you said about the yeah. Doug thing and making something that isn't, if that's the case. I agree. I'm saying People I don't shouldn't like take stuff money like that. off the table. That's it. That's I all we're saying. That. But what Fine. I'm saying is that's why I offered, if you go back and watch the tape. But you're I acting said, as quit. if that I'm saying you did something so outlandishly wrong and that your integrity is skewed. I'm not saying that. I'm simply making a point that if a poker game's in action and everyone's playing, whether it's a cut, not cut, it's still the same game with the same players and that money that goes away came from someone else who lost it. You being a poker player and knowing how that works, that's just a simple, you know what, fucking Nick, kind of true, but here's how it happened and why I was going to leave and whatever. To me, the point's moot because it's really not a big deal. The it, the stream, but I'm not I'm, going to agree with you that it's well, okay. The difference is you and I have different experiences. I'm okay. telling you 30 times in a row when I filmed a cash game, they say it's done and we just quit. Everybody cashes in. Yeah. Now I'm filming a live stream. I don't know what the etiquette is there. Okay. You know, I mean, to me, I'm like, I, I want to just quit and leave. I was up 30,000. I didn't want to play anymore. Fair enough. Truth be told, I did not want to play anymore. I can't believe we wasted all the time on this. This is frustrating. Who cares? Why? It's not a big deal. Phil, I think you get frustrated when, can I just say, Yeah. when someone doesn't agree with you. Like, <laughs> meaning, meaning this isn't a big deal. Just because I'm, you know, not agreeing with one point doesn't mean it's frustrating. We shouldn't talk about it. I think it was actually a good point to talk about because you got to yeah. talk about the other things that you thought were inappropriate about how they were presented by somebody else. And I agreed with you. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. So let, let's, let's just move on from that. I do have a question that we talked about, Mike. Answer me this. Uh, I've been around you and Mike a bunch of times. We've yeah. been on the phone numerous times talking yeah. about different shit. Like last uh, night? Like last night we talked and it was. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you about Ryan too right after. You could do it all at once. But let's start with Mike. <clears throat> and we talked about this out there when you were talking about Mike and how he maybe says things about you or whatever. But I said these words out there. Mike Manisau fucking loves you. Like Correct. you guys seem like your brothers. He really does care about you. That guy has your back no yep. matter what, right? And I know that just from my interaction with him. Um, but sometimes it seems maybe this is a brother thing. Sometimes when you got like you go after him hard, is that because you're so close? Yeah, I think Mike and I are like, yeah, he's my best friend in poker. <clears throat> is he? Okay. And my best friend in poker. Okay. And uh, I talked to him more than any other human being. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I think that's safe. Yeah. Other than my wife, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Mike's a smart guy and uh, I like, you know, but Mike also can, you know, um, of course. get emotional. Yeah. And he does something sometimes, you know, um, he has my back and I've had his back. Yeah. But occasionally, like, he'll do something that's just, you know, a, a little yeah, bit drives like, you crazy. Yeah. Like a hand came up on uh, on your stream. Right. Where where I where I threw my hand to Tom Dwan and everybody on the stream knew I hadn't folded. And even oh, you sure, can even hear it. you can even hear Mr. Beast say Phil didn't fold the ace eight or ace nine hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so everybody in the so so. You can hear the people on the, <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. table say, Phil didn't fold. And then they turn it into somehow Phil cheated. I blocked like a thousand people that day, right? <laughs> and Mike Matisau was one of the guys who said, oh, that looks bad, buddy. And, I, and I, that was the one that upset me the most. I called him. Now we're, we're done at whatever, two in the morning yeah. or three in the morning. I called him. I said, listen, take a look at the fucking hand. Yeah. And he did. And he's like, oh, fuck, you're right. And he switched his Twitter. But I mean, that's that's where you're supposed to understand. You know, you, you, yeah. you got to hear both sides of the story, you know, before you judge stuff. And that's one of those spots where the whole world is waiting for something they can attack me on. The whole poker world. But why because is Because all I do though? is win it. Because I'm the all-time great in poker, right? Okay. 
I mean, oh, maybe it's Doyle. You know, maybe in a few years it'll be Phil. I Ivey. mean, the super system's right there. How dare you? Right. I love Doyle. Yeah. But when I'm one of the all-time greats in poker, and I certainly get more press and attention than anybody else. Let me ask you and this, And so Phil. they're always looking okay. for the greatest. I get that. All, they all want the greatest to fall. Okay. So let me ask you this. And I don't know the answer to this, and it's a sincere question. Is this industry, and I'll say our industry, because I'm kind of in it now. I've shut all my other businesses down. I run a poker string, and I play poker pretty much, I don't know if you call it for a living. I'm good financially, but you know what I mean. That's what I yeah. do now. Mm -hmm. So... Is this industry more nasty than others, or am I just not used to being in something like this? Because I find it to be extremely judgmental, nasty, uh, and, and and I'm not even just talking about the common trolls that are out there just hammering, but even within the community, and not even just those couple of names you mentioned, but just in general, everyone's judging everyone and attacking everyone and judging their play. And like, why is that? Because for me, like I get like if there's a cheating scandal, it's a cheating scandal. If someone's a piece of garbage and a piece of cheese, they're a piece of cheese. And I get it that you gotta you gotta do self cleaning like a self cleaning oven in your own industry. But there are a lot of like actually decent people that, and I think you're a decent person, and I really do. I've told you that I, I like you. But I, I the don't, whole poker world will tell you I'm a decent guy. You are a decent guy. I've I've had tons of dealings with you, and I don't care what anyone says. That's my take until you prove me otherwise, okay? Because that's how I feel. But my question is, is why is it like that in your opinion, or do you think it's not like that? And maybe I'm just thinking it is, and I'm just not used to that type of thing because it just seems like it's dog eat dog. It's not like that. Okay. So. So yes, we have the we have the five percent of the people that are you know attacking each other. Right. Some do it for like fake news. Doug does it for the headlines, right? Uh, you know, uh, delusional Berkey does it for whatever. Maybe headlines. Like whenever he talks about me, is I'm sure his podcasts go way up. Let's. I insult, have no idea. Let's insult the greatest of all time. Let's tell everybody we're better than he is. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, and so and so I think you have that. You know, represent Negranu deciding to talk down to me in our heads up match. Oh, I'm going to bust you in five minutes. I'm going to bust. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, I mean, here's a guy that just completely Yeah, but why? Attacked. He's your friend. He attacked if my. If he's your friend, why? Well, do you want me to, do you want me to switch directions or? No, I guess it's. Your choice. Do both. Okay. So he's attacked my legacy. Mm -hmm. Negranu did. A legacy which I've earned. He pissed off the whole poker world. So you people are looking for reasons not to be in my column, right? Mm -hmm. Negranu told everybody that I was like uh, uh, that I sucked at poker, yeah. And all the all the champions and all the guys I play with that all the time that know I'm a great player, they all just left his column and came right to my column. You can't just tell people. You can't just tell people that Michael Phelps sucks at swimming. You can't just. The guy has all the fucking bracelets. He has all the skins on the wall. You <laughs> yeah. can't just do. You can't do that. Right. And so Negranu did a great favor. All these people that were in the middle, they all came to my side. They all defended me. Did they? Thank you. Oh, it was so nice okay. for me. I, oh I don't know. God, I didn't follow yeah. that. I just saw. Thank you, Daniel. That and he pissed me off and put a chip on my shoulder on top of it all, yeah. which then caused me to win a lot more. So that's good for me. But you talk about whether the poker world is nasty or not and you're going to have and and how did i respond to daniel i have not said one negative word ever okay except maybe he's delusional about the way i play okay how do i respond to doug poke i called him fake news doug it's fair everybody knows that you know berkey i call him delusional berkey okay well everybody knows that's fair and that's about as nasty as you'll ever see me get okay and that's towards the people that are literally attacking me constantly 
But I'll choose to focus on the good stuff in poker. You know how many nice guys won bracelets this year? I'm telling you. That's cool. So many nice guys, and the poker world's this amazing community of people. Well, you know, filled with people from all walks of life, and you and I both know it's 90% really good people. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say, and I'll only talk about it real quick because this isn't about me, but it's like, you know, since I've been in the poker world, you know, I've, I've taken some heat, of course, from the trolls and the chat. I've taken some heat from some of the people you've mentioned about certain things and how I play in different things. And, um, and so that's what I see, but it was crazy because, you know, I go to the WSOP and I have a lot of eyes on me now because of the show only. Like, I'm not a big deal. I'm not one of the greatest. I'm nothing, but people see me, so whatever. And so, you know, I'm walking around there and every fourth person I'm taking a picture and they're thanking me for the greatest poker show that's, you know, been put out on the thing. So my point is, is so I could understand that. And, and, but sometimes you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then like that happens and you're like, I guess maybe it's just an isolated uh, element but- that, that has, a, that just needs to whatever. So I don't know. So I understand that. Okay, let me come back to verify your point, which I like. Nothing but praise. 99% of the world says I'm the greatest poker player of all time. And, you know. Phil, and I'm not being a dick. 99% of the world. That knows poker. Okay. What do you think I'm talking about? No, well, I mean, poker tournaments. All right, let's start over. They do not say that about your cash game. I'm just, but you may be the best ever in the whole world ever in cash. I'm not the guy who decides, but I'm telling you that 99% of the people in tournaments should say that. I think your your record speaks for itself. And anyone that just wants to challenge that, I just say go win 16 or 17 or 18 braces, whatever the fuck it is, and make that many final tables. And okay. then you could say you are. So I'm, I'm with ready, you. I'm ready to start over again. Okay, Don't start over. me this time. Yeah. 99% of the people mm-hmm. say I'm the greatest poker player of all time. Okay. I'm not talking about within the poker community. Okay. I'm talking about... The thousands of people that I Fair. take photos with every day. I'm talking about the people that watch poker three okay. times a year, five times a year, ten times a year, a hundred times told in their life. I get massive praise from 99% of the world, right? Totally. I'm not saying I'm the greatest poker player of all time. Okay. What I'm saying is I'm the greatest tournament player of all time. Okay. What I'm telling you is I get compliments from everybody that I'm the greatest Fair. Poker player of all time. So I got that for 99% of the world. You would think that would make me happy. Instead, I focus on the 1%. And that's what we're coming Are you back sen- to. Because right? you're sensitive. Correct. Yeah. And you. I'm very sensitive too. Right. And you, right. So you, you know, you look at the streams and all these people are saying negative things. You look at Twitter and all these people are saying, oh, right. he sucks. He's this, he's that. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the World Series of Poker. Yeah. And everybody's patting you on the back. They yeah, want yeah. pictures. They're thanking you. Yeah. Imagine I get that. 100 oh, x times 100 x yeah, 100 x of course every casino i walk through, i try to stand i understand in the that. shadows not dressed in this but in a jacket you know trying sure, to hide sure. a little bit in the corner they find me in droves i've right? been around you and, and with you and i've witnessed it i and do they understand all that. say phil you're the greatest of all time they all say phil we love you phil thank you for this and so i get massive praise well right they're afraid there. to tell you otherwise i'm kidding you phil i'm kidding I'm you kidding. can't let that in you know what i mean because then it fucks you up that's how uh, that's I, how your ego I, gets out of control but yeah. i'm coming to your point okay your point is you have this very small nasty element of poker yeah but then when you go to the World Series of Got Poker, it. the poker community is 90% great people, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And you might come back and say, well, Phil, it's only 20 or 30% great people. But it's a very high percentage of really good people in there mm-hmm. that love the game, yeah. that love the social aspect. 
And, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. Totally. So last couple of questions. One is a fun one. Why do you, it's just a fun one. Why do you argue so much with Ryan Feldman? <laughs> I mean, I, I think Ryan Feldman's done an amazing job uh, on, on your stream. Uh, you guys were literally shouting every time I get on the phone with you two at some point Mike's on the phone trying to arbitrate and causing problems you and him are shouting and you're looking some not we won't talk why over it last but it's happened more than once where you guys are arguing I will argue with Mike and I'll argue with Ryan generally <laughs> speaking I argue with people who get emotional and they say one plus one is three and you're that see you're 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 cut from the same cloth as me um, when I told Ryan I was gonna do live at the bike he was flipping out, going crazy. Mm -hmm. You made one, you texted me once, made one phone call, and you said, oh, I get it. Oh, maybe, you know, maybe you'll make $3 million doing business with these guys, or $10 million for a long time. Of course, you should go over there, and you got it immediately. Mm -hmm. And so Ryan, I think sometimes Ryan gets a little emotional, um, and uh, but he's a really good guy, and he's done, yeah. he's done a great job with the stream, and, yeah. and that's okay, because 90% of the time, Ryan and I get along really well. Yeah, I know you So, do. I mean, I think that's just, a, that's just yeah, the way just it way is. Yeah, it's just the way it is. No, I got it. I just wanted to have but fun But you know what I'm one. talking about. There's a percentage of the world, and it might be 50%. Yeah, I don't know. That when they get emotional, they will scream one plus one is three. Yeah, I just know when you and guys, I'm not I just know when that, that emotional conversations happen, I always get called to arbitrate, so I just wondered what it was. <laughs> um, okay, last question I have for you, unless you have anything, if you want to ask anything, say anything, or whatever, what's the future for Phil Hellmuth in business and poker, what is your ultimate? What's your ultimate goal where you can put take your poker hat off at the end of your life and say it is now complete, it is finished? What else do you have left on the horizon that you feel is for Phil? Yeah, I mean, um, I want to win a World Poker Tour tournament. Mm. Um, uh, you know, top of the list, I want to win twenty four World Series of Poker bracelets. Where are you lifetime at? Lifetime goal right I'm now? at sixteen. What's your okay? I got. But I just had three seconds. In the last yeah, nine I saw that. months. Yeah, it's amazing. So that hurts. Yeah, each time I had the chip lead. So yeah, mm -hmm. you say it's amazing, but to me, I'm like, oh. No, I understand, I but it's hard to do that. And uh, and then, so yeah, 24 World Series of Poker. I want to win some World Poker Tour tournaments. Why 24? I don't know. I just kind of came up with that number okay. in 1993. I won three in one year. Got it. Just curious. And I'm like, all right. I you averaged it out over a lifetime and you thought this no, is my goal? No, a number popped into my mind. It was like a vision okay. or something. All right. And so I'm like, 24 is what I'm going to win. That's cool. And just kind of like set my mind to it. And that's kind of my goal. And so that's my number one business goal of all time is to do that. Okay. Um, you know, I think. I think now I'll be a billionaire, but maybe in my 70s. <laughs> but I don't care. I'm not trying to become so a many more things important. I'm just yeah. doing a lot of optimal stuff. It's fun to help the young founders. They keep coming to me because sure. I help one, and then they just, oh wow, Phil's great. They give me two percent of their company, and uh, you know, I'm like, I can only, I'm only available ten hours a year to talk, but I can make introductions that changes the course of the company. Mm -hmm. um, so that's fun. Um, I think that my book Positivity, I have that is super important to me. It's eight life tips. And, uh, and I've been thinking about starting to travel around like Tony Robbins a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, Tony Robbins tells people to buy my book, Positivity, in his advanced seminars. And that's the craziest thing ever. I'm just a poker player. But I think these eight life tips that I have, they work. Eight. And so, and so but, but I've been thinking about starting a little movement around that, um, starting to, you know, to, to make it more aware that these these tips, these eight life tips will help everybody on the planet. And then, you know, when Tony loves them and he's telling people to buy the book, 
you know, and I have people that, that come up to me all the time and say, wow, Phil, I used your life tip of putting my yearly goals on the bathroom mirror. So 2022 goals, one, two, three, four, five. And they said, I hit my first goal and I hit my second goal and people, I'm changing people's lives, right? With the positivity. And so that's what I really want is to, is to create a legacy based on, Hey, I want to be the greatest poker player of all time, Mm -hmm. which means I have to start buying in a million to these cash games and show everybody, even though you can verify all the numbers. And then I also want to, um, you know, but, but simultaneously, I think I can change the world with the positivity stuff. And I've been really thinking about moving forward. Are you trying to change again? I'm not going to preface with anything good because that would be my nature. So I'm just going to ask the question. Do you, do you think that sometimes when you get emotional at the poker table and some of the antics and even in the Mr. Beast game with the young gal, uh, uh, some of the things, do you think that hurts this mission you're on when, when you let your emotions get a hold of you and you're not positive and you act a way that you usually have to walk back and apologize? Yeah, I don't know. You know, um, you know, uh, Andrea uh, Botez and I were having a lot of fun. People don't know this. We filmed together and I called her chess girl and she liked it, you know, and we're joking back and forth and laughing and smiling that we had that vibe when we filmed uh, in the studio together. And, you know, and I had a, I had a choice. I can, I can treat her like I treat anybody else or I can like just change. And I decided, you know, and I decided I'm, I'm going to give her the respect and actually respect of getting mad at her. And not saying, oh, I can't be mad at her. <clears throat> it's just, you know, it's just, that's just my routine. And that's just what happened. I don't think it's a big deal. No, um, that particular thing, I'm not focused on a big deal. I'm saying just over time. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah I just do in general. When it comes, to, yeah, over time, <clears throat> I think that, uh, I mean, there are people that say, wait, how can you be the poker brat and have the hashtag positivity? That's what you're getting at. That's fair. Yeah. I'm an emotional guy. Got it. Um, it doesn't mean like, you know, it doesn't mean I can't inspire tons of people. It doesn't I mean I that didn't. I can't change the I world agree. for the positive. Um, you know, probably if, if I didn't play poker for a living and all I did is interviews, no one would ever see me they getting wouldn't know upset. It, yeah. 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 Right. That's fair. But I'm in the heat of the moment. I kind of let it That's go fair. a little bit. And uh, yeah, no, I think I think I can. I think I'm changing the world and I think I can change it in a much bigger way. Cool. Um, Today was interesting because I lashed out. I never lash out at my critics. Uh, so you got some good clips of me, you know, getting kind of sick of I think of it's these good guys. to get it out there because it's you, all one way. Yeah. Right. They all just make, they all just attack me, attack me, attack me. Sure. And now we, now we, you know, I want them to know I'm listening. You, you set the record I'm listening, straight-ish, right? Like you said your piece. And that's my response. Yeah, you said your piece. Okay. So before I close it, is there anything else you have for me, want to say, or feel like talking about? Uh, I do love the positivity stuff. And, you know, so my book, my autobiography, I wrote it and, um, and finished it in 2018. And it was incredible. Sheryl Sandberg hosted the book launch party mm-hmm. for me and Elon Musk came, you know, it was incredible. Um, Elizabeth Holmes was there too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was pretty cool, uh, book launch party. And, uh, you know, people flew in from London and yeah. without knowing Elon was going to be there, they flew in from the East Coast for this book launch party. And uh, it was pretty cool having some people there. Matt Glantz came and supported me. And uh, a lot of my friends were there. And, uh, and the minute I was done with that book, I'm like, all right, I have to do the next one. So it had been 14 years between books. And I, and I told my wife, the book Positivity, you can buy it on Amazon. I told my wife, I said, honey, if something happens to me, I want you to promise me you're going to finish this book. You have all my notes. Um, I finished the book 
And I got that out. So I had two books launched within a year because I thought this is something you can help humanity. My eight life tips. You might love me. You might hate me. But I think you'll see truth in my eight life tips. And so, yeah, that's 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 how I like to end. And one of those chapters is about forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I truly don't hate anyone. You know, Yeah, that's good. OK, well, that's it. So you heard it straight from the mouth of Phil Helmuth. And listen, Phil, I want to thank you for coming on here. I know you don't do live uh, events. You had to travel all the way from the bike here. It was an act of Congress to get you here, but you made it. I do appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being candid. And I personally do wish you the best of luck. And I hope you, I I do hope you uh, get to wherever you're going. And thank you for watching. This is the Nick Fertucci Show with Phil Helmuth. I am Nick Fertucci. Envy out. Thanks, Phil. All right. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.